Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Richie, good morning. Can you describe to us, as best of your ability, what this time of year, winter, is like in Buffalo? <laughs> How did I know you guys were going to ask that question? <laughs> you guys are probably chilling in the, in the studio in shorts and t-shirts right now while I'm wearing a Big, sick winter coat. There's snow all over the place. My truck says it's about 19 degrees out right now. It's beautiful up here. Got to be honest. It's a little bit hot outside here. Yeah, it's 84. It's a little bit warm. I could use it like five degrees cooler, yeah, maybe. it's abnormally warm right now. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's, that's what I've been hearing. I've been hearing you guys are having a heat wave. Well, I hope you enjoy it because I'd much rather be bundled up than sweating. I think actually we are getting a cold front. I think it's going to be in the high 60s this week. Yeah, we got we to bring the pets in and like cover the plants. It's going to be a rough. Well, rough get, out, get, out, get out the north face in the first. Oh, yeah. It's like a it. snow day for us this so, weekend. So, Slim, we were talking earlier about like this rivalry and why isn't the, the Miami Dolphins getting a lot of national notoriety or, or, or attention on their first in a very long time run towards getting into the playoffs. And I was saying that the Dolphins are basically irrelevant throughout the rest of the country. And and I know you obviously have your own personal reasons of why this game is probably big and, and a lot more meaningful to you than a lot of other games. But throughout the locker room, what is the general consensus of the Bills rivalry versus the Miami Dolphins? You know, there's not much talk about it. It, it. It's kind of died down over the years because both teams haven't been doing much winning. You know, rivalry games are at their... You know they're they're at their hottest point. They're at their their most talked about when both teams are winning. Both teams are in playoff contention every year, and uh, for both programs, for Buffalo and Miami, you know there there hasn't been a lot of playoff talk, and um, you know it's it, it's good for those guys down there. You know I'm I'm excited for them. They uh they have a talented roster. We talked last time before we played. And I said you know I, I thought they had a talented enough roster to win ball games. It was kind of mind-boggling how they weren't winning. I keep telling everybody, and, and it's hard for them to understand, that when you get your schedule at the beginning of the season, there's only like a few teams that might stick out to you on your, in, your, in your viewing of your schedule. It like might be the Steelers, or it'll be like a big nostalgia game of, of like a Cowboy, or, or something that has some kind of reflection on your youth and what you watched growing up. These other games are, are pretty irrelevant, or just, a, and just another day at work, basically, on your schedule. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, in, in the NFL now, there's, uh, there's so much parity and there's so much talent that all these games are tough. Uh, we just got done playing the Cleveland Browns. And, uh, you know, our whole thing throughout the week, our whole thing was, you know, don't be the guys that lose to these guys. Don't be that one win that they get all season. And we came out, we thumped them pretty good. And, uh, you know, we used that as motivation throughout the week. Now, look, you guys, uh, we got Richie Incognito here with us. You guys are 7-7, seven and seven, so, I mean, you're, you're, you're in the picture, okay? You know, you're not certainly not mathematically out, so you got, you got a lot to play for still. But at this point of the season, it, when it's really difficult to wind up making the postseason, you need a ton of help. How do you, how do you make sure that you still feel like you're playing meaningful games? Like, how do you make sure that you're not checking out the final couple of weeks? That's the easy part because we got teams like Miami coming in here with playoff hopes, and we can crush those hopes. We still have an outsider's chance. You know, we have a puncher's chance of making this thing in the playoffs. 
but we'll use Miami making the playoffs as motivation this week. So we'll, you, so you we'll will, run. you will take satisfaction. Like you can get motivation, you can take satisfaction in ruining that team's season. No doubt, we did it to the Jets last year. We were, we were mathematically eliminated about three or four weeks out, and um, the Jets were coming in here. I think they were a ten-win team, and um, they had nothing. We, we had nothing to play for allegedly, and uh, they came up here. We thumped them. And we had, they had guys on the field crying because they were missing the playoffs. That, you know, that, we took that positive momentum in the offseason, and uh, we built off that. And how much of this is, is trying to build back something for Sexy Rexy and then obviously the national attention he's garnering with, with, you know, with him, his job yeah, being what's basically going on, there? on the line? Yeah, no doubt. We're all, we're all fighting for Rex. We love Rex. He's our guy. Uh, he's had our back since day one. And, um, it's, you know, it's, it's an unfortunate part of the season. Anytime you, you drop a game late in the season, and like we did, we dropped one against Pittsburgh. It was ugly. They, uh, they, they came out and just really had a better day. They beat us. Um, then all these stories pop up. Then you got all these talking heads. Oh, Ryan could be fired, this, that, and the other. And, um, you know, for the most part, people don't see through that. These are just stories from media clicks and, and stuff like that. And, you know, so we're just handling our end of the business. We're, we'll keep winning, and we'll just let the talking heads keep talking trash. I saw you got your bear claw and a little uh, little spikeage the other day. I did, I did, yeah. Uh, we were uh, we were running the crap out of the ball, and uh, I forget it was like our third or fourth rushing touchdown of the day. And I ran over to give Shady a big hug, and he tossed me the ball and let me spike it. Is that the first time ever? No, he gave me one, but my first time ever was earlier this year. We played Arizona, and it was after our third rushing touchdown. I ran over, and uh, he threw me the ball, and I spiked it then. So did, who, do you, who do you, who's got a better spike? You or Gronk? Like, what do you, what do we? Who's got more force? I know he's got well, a lot of leverage. See, I think I think I may have a little more force than Gronk, but my hands are all taped up. I can't grab the damn ball. I mean, did you consider it's doing fun. something like uh, like Ezekiel Elliott, where you jump into the Salvation Army bucket, or, or maybe like Tony Gonzalez, where you, you you dunk it through the goalpost? Did you consider getting fancy? No, I am not making it up that high. I am not making it in the bucket. I will <laughs> I will splatter on the side of the bucket and fall down. How about this I know one? my limitation. How about this one? Big, but, big yeah. conversation right now is McCaffrey not playing in the Sun Bowl. Um, you, you know who McCaffrey is, and he's been a human highlight reel for Stanford for a long time now, and he's electing not to play because he wants to basically get his body and his mind right for the NFL. My stance on this, unless you're playing the national championship or one of those massive bowl games that are in the new year, I, I don't think there's really any other reason to go ahead and play, to tell you the truth. It's, it's, it's a matter of finances, and it's a matter of you've already given that university enough. So I know you coming off of a school, a couple schools that, you know, you didn't play in any bowl games. So what's your thought on that? I think the thing is, you know, I think this is going to be the norm coming up. I think these guys are, are made it this far in their college careers without injury. And, uh, you know, they're looking at a huge payday. And um, going and playing in the Sun Bowl for – pretty much nothing um you know you got to look at the risk first reward at this time and i think it's a business decision at this point i think the the glaring thing is the the jalen smith kid the guy from notre dame last year he's out playing in the fiesta bowl um has a major knee injury winds up getting drafted pretty late i read an article that cost him about 20 million dollars so um i think i i think i really do think that this is going to become the norm now for for these stud college football players 
We got uh, Buffalo Bills guard Richie Incognito joining us here. I, I want to go back to Rex for a moment here. Do you guys, like, you try and ignore, obviously, the stuff coming from the media, but it's difficult. I mean, you guys know the stories are out there about Rex. Uh, do you guys sit in the locker room? Like, does someone say, yo, man, you hear Coach might get fired if we lose again? Like, how does that work? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I've been around a little bit, so I've, I've been through this situation once or twice where these rumors crop up. Um, we came in, um, after the loss to the, the Steelers and I was checking my phone and it said, um, if, if the bills lose bad today to the Steelers, Rex is done. And that, that came out before the game. So we lose bad, you know, Rex obviously isn't fired, um, it's a it's a week of you know national media, local media asking questions. Well, is the effort there? Are you guys playing for Rex? Uh, then we come back this next weekend. We play the Cleveland Browns, and Schefter has a report that you know Rex is pretty much done, no matter what happens. And uh, we go out and get a win, and you know, all the good feelings are back within the program. So uh, we see it. It, it it pisses me off because um, I feel like journalists can just throw stuff out there like that. Um, and there's no checks and balances. They can say whatever they want, and no one's going to call them on it. You know, eventually it'll happen, and they'll be like, look, I told you it was right. I've been saying it for six months, but now it's right. So well, that, that's exactly um, we, just, Zaslow's, we, just, that's, we just control what we can control. That's Zaslow's theory on Tom Brady. A couple of years ago, he said, the year they won the Super Bowl, by the way, he, he said that, you know, can't fix old. Tom Brady's done. So he says eventually he's going to be right. I am going to be right. Eventually Tom Brady's going to be old. He's not going to be any good anymore, Richie. I am going to be right about that. Yeah, it may take you a little bit. Yeah, that's it. Hey, listen, it may come later than I thought it was going to come, but uh, eventually I'm going to look back and say, you know what? I was right about that. Father time undefeated. You know what I'm talking about, right, Richie? <laughs> no doubt. Keep keep sticking to that one. Does uh, does Rex get in front of you guys at all and say, hey, listen, don't worry about me. You guys just need to play football. Does he address you guys about that kind of stuff? Yeah, real quick. And, you know, uh, a Rex kind of way. You know, just block out the outside noise, focus on what we can do. Um, you know, the only people that really matter are the people in this organization, the people in this room, and uh, let's just go get a win. I know it's a little uncomfortable, but do you remember when Linehan got fired in St. Louis when we were all sitting in the oh, big I team do. meeting room? Robert says he laughed. Robert I, says he laughed with Linehan in the room. Oh, it was it was bad. I mean, we all knew it was coming. We were we were just so terrible, <laughs> and uh, things got real awkward real fast. I remember our offensive line coach um, losing losing his mind Crying. right after. Uh, yeah, crying right after uh, Linehan got fired. So mean. Do you remember Tori sitting there? It's all right, Scott. All right now. All right, be easy now. Be, be, <laughs> it, he was basically it, it, it telling him to go ahead and leave. It don't matter. We're going to run these same old, old crap plays. It don't matter. Oh, man. <laughs> that is funny. I, we shouldn't laugh. We got lost I know job. he's Well, now he's the offensive coordinator for, for the Dallas Cowboys, and he's doing, obviously, pretty clearly, he's doing okay. Who's the, Richie, before we let you go here, who is the best team that you've seen this year? The best team that I've seen this year has to be the New England Patriots. You know, we went up, we went up, and uh, we got a win on them. Um, obviously, Tom wasn't playing, but we got we got one of their two losses. We handed one of them to them, and uh, they came back and um, they got us up here in Buffalo. I think they beat us like forty-five to something, not not very many points, but it was a lot uh, to not a lot. Yeah, a whole lot to not a lot, but. Um, yeah, I think with Tom Nolan and with the receivers they have and the defense, you know, really starting to play well, I think that's the best team we've played all season. And how about you get to see your former player, Kiko, this weekend as well? I'm sure it's going to be nice getting out there and trying to block him. <laughs> yeah, I, I never played with Kiko, but 
he's uh he's he's a menace. Man. He's all over the place. He's fast. And then and then going against Sue is it's going to be the same old story. It's not like it's the first time you've ever seen him. But now these guys seem like they're rolling with a nice little head of steam. And Cameron Wake's 100 percent healthy. And I remember watching Cameron Wake going to Big Sean, going against Big Chantrell and and basically getting locked down. Um, Richie, you uh, saw that hit that Wake and Sue made last week. I did. I did see that. They they knocked crap out of that guy. Going to try and do that to your boy this weekend. They're going to be able to catch him. They got to get through me first. So. Uh, Richie, always good talking to you. I, I wish you zero luck this weekend, but luck the next week after that, okay? Okay, well, I hope it uh, I hope it gets real cold down there. I hope it gets down to the 50s. Oh, and, yeah. uh, not leaving the house. You guys, you, yeah, I know. I hope, I hope it gets real bad down there for you guys. Well, Call the Red Cross. Well, that's going to make me put on my bathing suit when I go swimming in the pool this time now. Shrinkage, man. Shrinkage. Yeah. Shrinkage. Come on, Robert. We all know you don't wear a bathing suit around the house. Better. I'm all taters. All taters. <laughs> good job, Richie. We'll see you, man. All right, take care, guys. All right, that's Richie Incognito right there. A uh, little inside joke with the taters. Yeah, you've mentioned it. Yeah, you've you've mentioned it before. That uh, what is it? You said that. Uh, oh, am I am I going to spill the beans here? Should I not say anything? Well, there was somebody. There was somebody. There was somebody asking Richie about his deal, and he was basically just saying, "I'm all taters and no meat." There Crazy. you go. There you go, Amber. How you feel about that? All taters and no meat. Does that ruin your your image of Richie Incognito? Probably not. That's so weird. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.